Chapter 41 of Discourses on the First Decade of Titus Livius, Book 3. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Discourses on the First Decade of Titus Livius, Book 3, by Niccolo Machiavelli, translated by Ninian Hill Thompson. Chapter 41. That our country is to be defended by honor or by dishonor, and in either way is well defended. The consuls together with the whole Roman army fell, as I have related, into the hands of the Samnites, who imposed on them the most ignominious terms, insisting that they should be stripped of their arms and pass under the yoke before they were allowed to return to Rome. The consuls being astounded by the harshness of these conditions, and the whole army overwhelmed with dismay, Lucius Lentulus, the Roman lieutenant, stood forward and said that in his opinion they ought to decline no course whereby their country might be saved, and that, as the very existence of Rome depended on the preservation of her army, that army must be saved at any sacrifice, for whether the means be honorable or ignominious, all is well done that is done for the defense of our country. And he said that were her army preserved, Rome, in course of time, might wipe out the disgrace. But if her army were destroyed, However gloriously it might perish, Rome and her freedom would perish with it. In the event his counsel was followed. Now this incident deserves to be noted and pondered over by every citizen who is called on to advise his country. For when the entire safety of our country is at stake, no consideration of what is just or unjust, merciful or cruel, praiseworthy or shameful, must intervene. On the contrary, every other consideration being set aside, that course alone must be taken, which preserves the existence of the country and maintains its liberty. And this course we find followed by the people of France, both in their words and in their actions, with the view of supporting the dignity of their king and the integrity of their kingdom for there is no remark they listen to with more impatience than that this or the other course is disgraceful to the king. For their king, they say, can incur no disgrace by any resolve he may take, whether it turn out well or ill, and whether it succeed or fail, all maintain that he has acted as a king should. End of chapter 41